Hey, Rich. Pratt's downstairs. He's going to let us do the intro real quick. What do you want to say? Welcome to Smartless. Oh, no. This is often wrong. Never in doubt. But thanks for listening. We're on. Episode 5. EP5. Very, very excited for this episode. Very special. Well, there's, there's two reasons that I'm excited for this episode. One is we both had very interesting golf tournaments this past weekend. Oh, yeah. That we're, we're going to dive into a little bit. Yes. But also, we have a guest in the studio. <gasps> so here's why I think that I wanted a guest. One is... You don't find you, me entertaining anymore. Well, there's only so many things you and I can talk about uh, that people will listen to. I don't know. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, I have... Many stories. So I'm excited. We're not gonna we're not gonna introduce the guest yet because I have I have I, so we talked about a new segment which we were talking about letters to the editor. I'm gonna start calling it fan mail and we're gonna start with that. Oh, I like that because uh, we're blowing up. We have like over a hundred something people. We just looked at it, which is crazy. Downloaded it this week, episode four. So which, thank you if you're listening. Yes, thank you. Also, very find something better to do with your life. So we're gonna call it fan mail, and we got I got some calls and some text. I'm not gonna read them all, but I got a couple of good ones. That I want to share, if that's okay with you, Steve. I might just throw my number out at the end of the podcast, because every week you're like, hey, I got some people talking, and still, my family, friends. Well, if you promote, if you promoted it a little bit, maybe people would, or maybe you don't have, never mind. Maybe I'm just All right, so I'm only going to read, I'm only going to read three. Okay. So we have a new listener this week uh, from Hilton Head. His first time listener, first time His caller. name is Brian, last name, we're just going to say J, Brian J. Uh, I'm going to read what he said. He said, impressed with the podcast. You guys are a young Pete and Sebastian show, which you know who Sebastian is, the, uh, the funny comedian that uh, he's the Matasalco? Yeah. So he has, a, I didn't know he's got 600 podcast episodes. He does? It's a little dirty, but it's funny. He's two comedians. Dude, he's hilarious. So wait, compliment. I would love to go see him. Compliment. Compliment. This is what he said. All right. That's, you know, you're a young Pete and Sebastian show. All right. Here's the, you're going to love this one, Steven, because I gave a nod to this individual twice oh. last episode. So Chris B from Ohio. Remember? Oh yeah. So right. this is what he said. Hey, I heard the nod in episode four. By the way, I live in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Perfect. So, well, often wrong. Uh, never never in doubt. doubt. <laughs> so, so, but you know, I, I think I think Pennsylvania and Ohio are almost interchangeable in a couple of ways. But I mean, just because I'm from order, the south, I've never been above the Mason-Dixon line. But order, he also said he said, "Hey, nice segment on this too shall pass." So that was nice. That was nice. Oh yeah. And then I'm gonna read this because it's uh, it's funny. Um, it's one of my buddies. So my, my buddy, Jason Dub, this is what he sent to me. Now he travels, uh, for work a thousand miles a week. He's like, Hey, I'll listen to anything, which I'm like, Oh, well, if you're listening to anything, if you listen to anything, this podcast is for you. Here you go. So this is, I'm going to read it word for word. What he texted me this week. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. So he said, would it be an accolade if I said you didn't sound as dumb as you really are? (laughs) Uh, yeah. I think. I think so. And then <laughs> and then this is even better. It said, and also when I voice texted your podcast, it spell checked and corrected to often wrong, never endowed. Oh boy. <laughs> We're not gonna touch that one, but that's a true is- text that I had. So so we do have a guest. 
in our studios, and our studios are our barn that we're, we're in right now. Um, but The gracious, sun's up. This is not an After Dark episode. No. We have stuff to do. It's Friday. But it's kind of a big deal because you can only have one first guest, right? That's true. You can only have your one first true love, your first hole-in-one, you know, whatever it is. So this is our first guest of the podcast. Oh, I can still get a hole-in-one. Demon. Yes. I forgot. You don't have one yet? Oh, you just started golf. We'll talk about that I'm a little bit. I'm going to get one. All right. So, because yeah. don't go off camera now. There's no cameras in here. This is perfect. Okay. So, because our guest introduced me in Love Smartless, I'm going to introduce him like they do, but more more importantly like Jason Bateman does with a with a card that he reads from. So, here we go. Intro. All right. Today we're in for a real treat. Our guest is a graduate from the University of Tennessee, has his master's from Vandy, and he's a thesis paper submission away from us having to call him a doctor. Well, you know he's well-read at that point, which, I mean, class this place up. But anyways, okay. He's Classing the place he's up. He's a co-owner like of the largest real estate brokerage in Beaufort County. Maybe Jasper. I didn't fact check that one. But he's been a part-time college professor. And most recently, he finished top five in the Thoroughbred Cup. Thoroughbred Cup. Out of? Out of four. Okay. Earning him the most improved award. Not only is he an original fan of our podcast, he is one of my cousins, one of my best friends. Ladies and gentlemen, Richard P. Reed is in the house. Welcome, Rich. Thank you. Thank you. Now, this is, we got a handheld. So we're, he's, you got to hold it up. There, you got it. Okay. So I will say this, Richard, welcome. Stephen, welcome to Richard. We know each other. Okay, good. Thank God. Um, so there's several reasons that I really wanted him to be one of our first podcasts, and I'll get to those. Less important person. But <laughs> there's a few reasons that I'm terrified you're here. Understand. Because you have dirt on me. Understand. Right? And is there is this true? Is there a photo of us in a tub somewhere floating out there, possibly? I contemplated bringing the one of me changing your diaper. <laughs> oh. Maybe that should be the new podcast cover. <laughs> no. Well, welcome. But, welcome, but, Rich. Introduce you. yourself to you. whoever, the world. It's a well, pleasure to us. be here. It's a pleasure to be your guinea pig. <laughs> I will have to say that the eye contact in person is a little uncomfortable. <laughs> but since there's no you know, cameras, yeah. I will get over it. Okay. I, I, if you find that I do a, a bunch of umming or you knowing mm. while we're talking, just... Hold up one hand. I used to tell my students that. I was like, I get to talking, and then I find that I start stammering. And so when I do, actually, you know what? I know Pratt well enough to know he'll stop me. Never mind. Yeah. I'll That's just, true. Hey, First, let's just. I'm not what, a control what, freak. What I'm, not, I'm not a control freak. I just like to be in charge. Oh, my God. What <laughs> students? <laughs> yeah. What students? What students I would said you tell them? I former college doing? professor. Tell them. Oh, yeah. So I was getting ready. Now, let me back up. You didn't even because start. Hands Hold up. on. Hands up. Got to back up. it up. Hands up. You know, let me start at the beginning. It was a dark night when my 
Uh, you know what? When the doctor slapped me. It's a whole other story. <laughs> it's a whole other story, and we have a limited amount of time, and I don't want your seven listeners to uh, get too bored. Whoa. Off yeah. hey, but he Hi, did, Uncle John. What? Hey, so. by the way, what did you teach? You were at uni- uh, USCB, right? Right. So were- I was a college professor. I was getting ready to be a college professor in developmental psychology. And the a lot of people wonder, how do you go from doing that to getting into real estate? Long story short, my money is good. Yeah, that is better. <laughs> I'm just joking. Actually, that had a lot to do with it. Yeah, uh, quite frankly. Well, long story short is uh, I I can promise you, if any of my fellow grad students uh, hear this, they will not be surprised that I ended up doing what I do now for a living. And We're gonna see one of them tonight. We're going to oh, establish oh, it. We're going to oh, establish. You're talking it. about one of my students, yeah. not not one of oh, my classmates. Oh, classmates. I'm sorry, yeah. right? Because they're all well, yeah. well-written, world-renowned yeah. professors, so, and and we're going to uh, bump. We're going to bump into one of your so, students tonight, that's and right. we will tell her about a podcast. Yeah, but, but I will say this, and I want to tell you why I'm excited. Um, Rich and I, we have a ton of cousins. Uh, we're from Tennessee. We don't really know most of our cousins, but our immediate cousins. I thought we, that was going to take a different turn. Not yeah, the ones go we on. dated. Yeah. Uh, but so he was one of the first people to listen to the original podcast. True. And the first person to add a comment who corrected us about, right, Unami. Umami. Right? Umami. I made it. Unami. It wasn't, it wasn't correcting. I think it was a gentle nudge. And well, the, of course, I dug in my heels. So the cool thing, Stephen, though, Often about having him here. Is he can save time. He can just correct us now. That's perfect. Right. There's no oh, texting. I'm going to intentionally say things incorrectly. Uh, to see if I catch it? No, just uh. so that I don't get the hypocritical nod <laughs> of, you know, being a screw up that is, you uh-huh. know, self-righteous. That's well it's kind of what the whole the, podcast the, is about. In the second and the second reason is because of, you know, we just had the Thoroughbred Cup, mm-hmm. which we're going to talk a little bit about, mm-hmm. and member guests, which we're going to talk a little bit about. But he has in-depth experience in member, member guests as well. So it's going to be fun. May so, I ask one question? I know. Yeah, I'm yeah. breaking sure, protocol. No, no worries. Go ahead. Steven, would you please ask Pratt whose name is first on the Thoroughbred Cup? <laughs> the inaugural champion, the inaugural champion goes yeah. to Richard Powell Reed. And, and how many years – that was three years ago. No, we we ago. yeah we started about four years ago, deciding that we had to do this, and it was loosely a tournament where we had someone with a broken knee. The athlete of our family, number twenty three, Andy uh, Reed, future guest, I'm sure. Future but- guest, yeah, he's already begging to ask some questions. But um, and then we turned it into let's travel somewhere, do some business, and hang out. And so we called it like we talked about last podcast, Thoroughbred Cup, but. Anyways, I do. That's a great segue. Let's dive into golf. Let's dive in. Let's let's start with a thoroughbred cup because I feel that, I feel there's going to be some meat on the bone with this with it with this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we got sound effects. Man, we're gonna get a we're gonna get a producer or somebody someday. Like throw it to hey Larry, play the music. But we don't have <laughs> boing, boing, boing. Boing. Uh, exactly. So thoroughbred cup. Yep. We just had it where it's five days removed. Mm-hmm. You guys are sitting with the reigning champion. I'm In the just... presence of greatness. Yeah. So, Who, what is it? Who is it? Where was it? Cool. Go. Rich, why don't you tell, tell, tell about? Well, so one thing that you will find, which 
kind of got back to the original question of how I ended up in real estate is family is important to us. This all dates back to Katie and Leon, our grandparents. Leon is 98 years old and we lost grandmom a couple of years ago. Uh, just a hmm. week shy of their 76th wedding anniversary, believe wow. it or not. So that's a whole nother story. Uh, and so one by one, Pratt, cousin Andy, Tom, who's my brother, I, we all have ended up here. We're all very competitive people. We all love each other and family. And so we decided, hey, let's find an excuse to get out of town and watch college football compete with one another and make fun of each other. So sounds perfect. You know, and when we do it around our wives, they get tired of it. So we decided we would take the show on the road. Let's go rent a house and do it. Correct. <laughs> the inaugural one was in Pinehurst. Yeah. And Rich oh, cool. dominated. Wow. And then the second one You play was, with handicaps? We do. Oh yeah. We we have do. To. Yeah. Yeah. We have and to. then we do uh we do something called Stableford, which is a point system, you know, uh, okay. per hole. We won't go into that. But Last year we went to Stream Song outside of Tampa, really mm -hmm. cool mining pit, and then this time we were in Ponte Vedra. It was fantastic. Oh yeah, Sawgrass. Yes, we played TPC Saw, uh, Dyes Valley. Sawgrass okay. was being overseeded, and then we played the Ponte Vedra Inn and Resort, where they have the ocean and the lagoon course. So three rounds. That sounds fun. Yeah, and we watched football great. and had great food. Three rounds. How Beautiful venue. Three days. Oh, no. We play three days, but we're there for four. four. Right. Because yeah, we need some mental downtime. What's we're, that? We are very mental. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yes. <laughs> if you, uh, day one, I was very mental on the last night. So let's talk about most improved. I mean, I'm just going to go right to it, okay? I, I, now, I'm not picking on Rich, okay? At he all. Always, he always Rich has a that, passion. Way, before we get Rich, Rich has a passion for golf. And for putting myself in a hole. I have a passion for putting myself in a hole. Oh, hey. not, this is a family show. There you go. Um, Easy. Uh, <laughs> so I will say this too. You know, actually, Stephen, you know, there's two types of people in the world, right? I think there's many types of people. But no, go there's on. two types of people. Those, <laughs> sure that, gonna... those that love, right? Those that love Neil Diamond and those that don't. <laughs> That's true. That's, that is true. That's a what about Bob? Sorry. That's a, so you're telling me your wife divorced people. you because she didn't like Neil Dobbs. Sorry. I'm sorry. Well, in golf, Great movie. in golf, Rich, I'm sorry, but I will say this. There is a style of golf that is analytical, mm -mm. has the process, as we learned this week. Mm. And there's a style that's athletic. Okay. Now, Rich. I uh -oh. feel. Which one Rich, do you think Rich, you are? Hold on. I which one do you think you are? Rich. <laughs> Rich, you, I want to know. you have improved dramatically and you're a great, you know, whatever your index is, probably 10 and a half, 11 right yep, now. That's right. Um, you hit it a mile, which Can. is amazing. Uh, and, but he has a process and we showed up to TBC with the understanding that we were going to be able to warm up. And let's talk about this. Truth. This stadium course and Dyes Valley are extremely hard. So we show up, pay our money. Okay. And they go, oh, after you pay, it's just like that reel. Oh, our, air, our greens are aerated. So, no, after the after we pay, they're like, oh, by the way, we don't our range is closed because we're overseeding. Now we were there two and a half hours early to warm up. This is a big tournament for our family. Yeah. So I think that you were disappointed. So no behind. I think you were behind the. the My curve. process got interrupted, and 
I am weak-minded. <laughs> I need my process so that I can go through the motions. Hey, I'm not going to say what you shot the first day because it had three digits, but but how much better did you shoot the last day? Just give a number. 18 strokes. 18 That's a stroke a hole better when he's warmed up. I was one over on the last nine. He shot. I this was is, tw- about 17 over on my first night <laughs> of the tournament, so not, the, not get, the day. Starting to get it dialed in. Well, you should have just extended. So you know what's crazy? And I mean, we're on topic, but off topic. So the 16th hole of our final day, it's a mm. par three. Mm-hmm. And Rich almost, and like everyone says, I almost make a hole in one. Okay. Yeah. He landed one and a half yards in front of the pin, went over the cup and ended up eight to 12 inches behind the pin. Oh, you thought Almost you had, it. had his first hole in one with his family. Uh, like, what did you say to me when you, when, what did you tell me when you, after that, if you said you had made your hole in one? I'd have cried. I would, there's no greater, there's no greater, yeah. there's no greater accomplishment in golf than a hole in one. There's nothing you can do better. Yeah. Like, I hope my first hole in one is not with a bunch of strangers. Yeah. Right. When It'll you be wasted. One day or wasted. Or a chi- like, my greatest fear mm. for hole in ones, and I've had two, and they came later in life. Like, I'm not that old, but. My greatest fear is shooting the worst round of my life, and I make a hole in one. So, so somebody, <laughs> asks, somebody asks this question on social media all the time. It's like, best round of your life or worst round of your life with a hole in one? And I'm like, I'll take a best round of my life yeah. anytime. Every time. We're, so, you know what it reminds me of? Is, have you seen the, there's a video of the, the foursome. The guy goes up and he goes, hey, be quiet for my hole in one. He's on the Pebble Beach. Is it, is it seven on Pebble Beach where it's like down? Yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes, song. hey, he turns to his buddies and he's joking. He's like, hey, just be quiet for my hole-in-one. And hole-in-one. We should start. We got to start filming while we These play These men went nuts. That's right? cool. Like bananas for each other. And then you start seeing the other foursome run down the hill coming back to celebrate with these guys. They had the best day. That's like you so cool. You could just see it. The people that were, I mean, strangers joined in, but he was clearly with his like close group of friends and they're joking just knocked it Brett, out. you want to tell our family legend about grandmom's first round no 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 you're a guest i think you should i think you should go ahead Talk. so you know learn to play golf i learned to play golf from granddad and my dad farmers so they have a swing that looks like they're chopping wood i would say that i but learned I'm not joking i learned their bad habits and uh, added a few of my own so, uh, anyways, grandmom gets taken to play golf. I want to say they were in Chattanooga. It, no, no, though. it wasn't. It was North Georgia, like outside of Brazeltown. Okay. Yeah, it was North Georgia. I, tr- yeah. I trust your memory yeah, I, of that. I, I, I'm positive. So, and, uh, so Often gr- wrong, never know. Grandmom, as the story is told, first round of golf, gets to a par three, hosel rockets. First round of golf with granddad's clubs now. First round of golf ever. Hosel Rockets one probably doesn't get above a foot off the ground, probably ricochets off of a few grasshoppers, a rock or two, ends up in the hole, hole in one. First yeah, round. First it, round of her life. Of her life. So, and she's not young at this point. No. This is probably, no. she's probably 60. Oh, listen, you know, I mean, those, those two 70? did not have the opportunity to yeah. even have fun until they were in their 60s. So well, I mean, I'll take umbrage with that statement. That makes me think that my my hole in ones are luck. 
<laughs> well, your future uh, guest that will take more airtime, and yes, I am doing that to you, Andy. Uh, uh, that my future, uh, uh, your your future guest, rather. Yeah. I don't know how many does he have? Six, seven, eight. He has a bunch. Yeah, he has a bunch. He has a bunch. Well, he also plays a lot, so we'll leave it at that. Fair enough. Yeah. So for sure. Okay. Well, so thoroughbred cup. We'll we'll wrap it up. We'll okay. call it the thoroughbred cup, but. We uh, had a fun time. Congratulations um, to your your victory. Thank you. The only reason I want to like you it could up. join the club of Andy and me now being on the trophy. Good luck, Tom. You're next. Did I did I <coughs> did I walk away with it or how did it come about? Like, did it just ha- like what happened? Oh, you would like for me to recount the drama? I'm just asking for our I'm needy for our listening I, viewers. I'm needy. I'm needy. I will say that it came down literally to the last hole and between you Pratt and no no no, no. I, uh, remember. his older brother Tom so yep Tom's my older brother uh, and he is a, an excellent athlete too but he rarely he doesn't focus on golf the way the, re- the rest of he, us do uh, he's the weakest of the four doesn't mean he's a bad golfer but he's the weakest of the four but he's a better athlete than me and and I'm I'm doing what I do I'm interrupting but I it's will okay. say this I had a big lead going into the final day. Seven points on Stableford. It's not that big because he's, you know. You Pretty know, big. Yeah. And we we get to 16, and he's one up point-wise. The hole I almost got a hole in one. Yes, the same hole. And he blows it 30, 40 yards left in this bunker. It's a sand trap. It's, it's, it's the devil's butthole. That's how, <laughs> that's how deep it is. And if you know golf, that's Smell Pine like Valley. Breath, breath so in the morning. We there's were no roommates. chance. There's no <laughs> chance he's getting up and down. Okay. And I've got 11 footer for birdie. And this joker. Gets up and down. Gets up and down. And I miss my birdie. Point. Which is not what a 15 handicap typically can do. No. But never underestimate Tom whenever focused. he is focused and the hand is in his face. Yeah. I can promise you. So it comes down to the last two holes. Birdie, birdie for Pratt. So. Which, how- by the way, these were not gimme holes. These were not no. easy holes. No. And in fact, really, it got down to hole 18. And Tom, hyper-focused, has about a 20-foot putt. And Pratt has a, what, six or seven-foot putt? Six, seven, yeah. You yeah. know, no gimmies because yeah. these were fast greens. Yeah. Tom hits the hole it and goes in. Out. It goes in the hole and lips out. Oh, you boy. get to watch the just the the roller coaster of emotion on his face right. in a matter of a split second of like yeah what the f-? And <laughs> yeah then all Pratt has to do is knock it in but this is a little right to left it's slider it's it, this is the win the tournament and this is a big deal I don't get any if Pratt misses it's a it's a playoff it's a playoff we never defined that but anyways so third bed cut we're Pratt excited. Congratulations. I'm excited. I haven't got the trophy yet. Andy sent me the trophy. Um, <laughs> Andy sent me the trophy. So I'm going to shift focus to you, Stephen, okay? Okay. Mm, this now, is full be disclosure. Fine. I've heard full, this. Full disclosure, Rich. Okay. Just to give you a. Yeah, full disclosure. We have decided that we're going to have to do a separate episode with our boy MT because we played golf nine holes today and had lunch, and the stories are coming out. Oh, man. Um, so I played with Michael for this. So, yeah. so well, I, I heard I, on Monday. Okay. Oh, so, you guys played Monday. So I'm, yeah. I'm not. We're not going to go into it. But can you? So listeners, Stevens new to golf. He knows about forty two percent of the rules. 
and he enters a tournament <laughs> where all the rules count. Um, and he invites someone. So he's the host, and he invites someone, and he doesn't know the rules. So Which I guess is a problem. This is so <laughs> awesome. Right, starting to learn. So, so Stephen, can you pick one or two moments where you might have learned something last weekend? Just one or two. Uh, I'm thinking. Man, there's possibly, so many. Yeah, you I'm probably thinking, have a couple. I'm actually thinking possibly when you top one off the tee, and then yeah, that's a good one. Can you talk Beautiful. about that? <clears throat> so we were teeing off. This was 12 west. Just listeners don't know, but you do. So par five. Par I just five. Bombed a drive on the last hole. I thought it was. I'm like dialed, right? I'm ready to smash the next drive. Like this hole, it's hard, but. So I swing really hard. I swing past the ball. So like the hosel, right, where where the club bends into the, just nicks the top of the Oops. ball. And it goes about a foot and a half. That's mm. a big drive. And still on the tee. Do you so know about I, the Fort Worth rule? No. Another story. No, Go ahead. I don't know Go what ahead. that is. Ahead, but no. here's, here's yeah. what I do know is that like a hockey player, I had my driver in my left hand. I just tapped it back to me. Oh. So you hit the ball. I hit the ball, and then you're I just in a tapped tournament. it back to me because I you feel like I'm going to hit You took a swing, you hit the ball, and, two. Say, and you pulled it back to you. Yeah, I pulled it like back because I thought I was going to re-tee it. Yeah. Because yeah. you guys let me do that when we play together, which is nice, <laughs> by the way. Not rules, apparently. Michael goes, what <laughs> expletives are you doing? And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, you hit that ball? That is laying two. You have to hit it off of this and you can't retee it and i was like oh now i'm frustrated well, the truth hurts so i walk i walk away but from it, it for you, a it minute yeah. because i was like yeah. oh well now i'm probably laying three right because i hit it back yeah. to myself you're out of the hole you're out of the hole you're wait just a minute he so probably many... got three strokes though oh so i had only one stroke <laughs> but i look over and michael goes Jeez. he tur- he just goes over to the guys he goes yeah Hey guys, what do you want to do here? <laughs> and they said, I'll just let them kick it back up forward a little bit, right? I mean, there were some gentlemen and some scholars that we played with. That's cool. And there were some guys that made me hit it right off of a root, which is a maybe maybe story so, number two. But so I did learn that if you hit the ball at all, mm-hmm. it counts. Shocking. And you have to hit it again. <laughs> Shocking. There's rules. It's shocking. What are these rules about? Are rules? rules are for suckers. Stupid. Anyway, I'm not a big rule follower. My wife well, will let you know. Well, but the interesting thing is learning. The member guests, and I'm not knocking any, there are people that take it so serious. And, you know, for you to be uh, up and coming, offer, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and to have the experience where this is the, the what do you want to call it? The, the, you know, their biggest tournament of the year, right? They invest, they invite their best buddies in, but there's guys that take it way too serious, you know? Um, Luckily it wasn't these guys. We played five rounds of nine holes and two of the rounds, I was shocked. Six whole tournaments. Six serious. Six, six teams in a flight, right? Six teams in a flight. So I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to be honest. Okay. Did you guys finish top five? I mean, top 10 in your flight. There's only yeah, six. six okay. on the did you finish top five? Yes. Oh, so you did not do DFL. That's awesome. We did not. That's that's hey for your first member guest. That's I think great. we actually tied for third. 
that's, at the end of the day. That's pretty impressive. It's not that impressive. I played awful golf. I feel like we had a chance to win. The second day was terrible. Steven, there's Dejre played no well. chance you had to win when you're topping a drive and pulling it back and reteeing. Just so you know. I there love is, you. There is an opportunity. I love you. There's always a chance. Okay. Well, That's what I'm saying. Well, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna move on. your chance. We're going to make a special episode with MT, Fry Guy, um, as a guest to do this. Yeah. Okay. So, listeners, I'm not trying to cut Stephen off, but we already decided this. We played nine holes a day. That's right. Had a little lunch. We're about a half out. hour in. Yeah. I, will, I will say that the first hole of one of our nine hole flights, or nine hole, yeah, flights, I hit a real nice three three wood into a tree, and I'm laying underneath the tree, and it's between two roots. big roots, yeah. right? So I go up and I just ask the guy, I'm like, "Hey, um, you guys want to come up here?" I love how your hand signaling right now because our here? listeners can't see your hand signal. Yeah, but but I'm, he's waving. You're flapping like he's a bird. He's basically waving. So I'm waving in. the guy up, and I'm just saying, "Hey, you know, they're." three times as old as I am. So maybe they would want relief off of a root if they hit one. So I said, hey guys, I'm trying not to break my wrist. Do you mind if I take relief? And the guy looks at me deadpan. He goes, there's no root rule here. There, so, and I said, what is a root rule? <laughs> he goes, you have to play it as it lies. I looked at Michael and Michael goes, just hit it soft. Don't break your wrist. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So I chopped at it. It went seven feet and I took a drop anyway, essentially. I was say you can take the drop with a with a penalty. He said you know, that. Oh, he okay. said you can take the drop with yeah. a penalty, okay. and I was like, "Oh, okay." But I've only played with you guys, right? You kind of let me do different things than what the PGA rules, I guess, are. Yeah. So yeah, it was a, it was a good learning curve. All anyway, right. we had well, a lot for, of fun. For we Christmas, will have Michael for come Christmas, on I'm going to get you the rules of golf book. Just, okay, that'll be fun for 2024. See how many rules you can learn, but. Anyways, we're going to move on because we've hyped on this. I would have looked at that guy if I were you I and said, care. I'll remember this. Yeah. I'll remember this. Well, Michael actually did jump in and go, oh, we were just thinking that if you were in the same situation, we would want to reciprocate. Guys, and it was a gentle way to say it, but basically, the rules he was like, golf. the rules of golf are the rules of golf. And this is important to them. Yeah. This is, I mean, you know. There's a couple things that are important to me. This member guest was not no. one of them. And, Word. Uh, we had a great time. Well, okay. in the introduction, Rich, so it's where we got a new flow going. I'm going to change up a little bit of things, and we're going to keep going. It might be more than 40 minutes, but we're going to keep going, okay? It's fine. So in the introduction, we talked about your part owner of real estate company down here called Charter One. Yep. Not the largest. It's not? I was so not, wrong. Not the largest in terms of people. but No, no, but as far as- But the, the largest in terms of market share, yes. Okay. 20%. Gotcha. Closest better volume. Six or seven percent. That's pretty good. That about right? That's pretty good. How much how much in twenty twenty two volume did you guys just uh, so I don't understand? A little over two billion. That's in our little market, that's pretty impressive. We're, so we're I'm gonna ask a direct question. Okay. Uh, we I'll try do, to answer and it I honestly. actually I know this for a fact. We do have a few young listeners in college, and uh, you and I both started Real yep. estate, almost about the same time. Call it late nineties, early two thousands, right? Okay, two thousand one for me. Okay, well, I got my license in ninety nine. Uh, my first real estate job was in two thousand and one at the Cliffs, and then ended up in two thousand two at Berkeley. But here is what I am going to ask you. Okay, ready? Entering the market today, like if there was a kid in college 
who said, hey, I really want to enter the market, the real estate market today versus when we did. What do you think like the best advice? Now, I, I, that's a big question because if you're talking about a metropolitan market like you're uh, saying Tampa, owner, broker, like no, in no, what just, way he wants enter to the market? Just selling real estate. Just sell real estate. Yeah. Or sell, make, a, sell make a living real in real estate. estate. Okay. Make a living selling real estate. Yeah. Like what? You know, don't go to the negatives or whatever. And yes, you know, you got, like I said, Metropolitan and Atlanta and all that kind of stuff. But if someone just wanted to get in, how, what's the what's the entry? How would you, your daughter, if your daughter wanted to get in to real estate and didn't, you know, have the access yeah. with you, what, what would you I give some just, advice? All right. So um, to your point, different markets require different, you know, strategies, I would say. In our market, and by the way, I would never sell real estate in the real world, you know, because where we're from, yeah. you know, you buy a house, you live in it for 40 to 50 years, where we're from, where I grew up rather, back in Tennessee, not where I am now. Mm. Yeah. Live in it 40, 50 years, die, leave it to your estate. Here, different world. Nobody needs what we sell here. No, we're they, secondary home Yeah, market. they come here because they choose to be here. So, so. so listeners need to know this. We're in a second home market. So retirees, people buy it, mm -hmm. try it on for a while. And also it could be a vacation home mm -hmm. and they can put it in rentals. So it's a That's different, right. no one needs to move to Hilton Head or Bluffton. Right. So, so the, the number one thing when I'm asked this question by anybody who's thinking about it is you better have a secondary source of income or a lot of savings because you don't get a real estate license today and start earning a living tomorrow. Yeah. You have to spend time getting your name out there, marketing, getting people to trust you. And then once someone actually buys something, it actually takes time for it to close. So if at the end of the day, you don't have either of those two things, you're going to start getting desperate and then you're going to start having commission breath. And once that happens, you're going to have no sales because in this market, we have very sophisticated buyers. Like I said, they don't have to be here and, Around here, it's about relationships. Yeah. And if you cannot build relationships, then you will not be successful. And that's probably the case in any real estate market. Yeah. But first, you have to have savings. I will say... I'm going to interrupt you. Yes. So, I wanna, so we talk lingo that people don't know. You yep. use commission breath, which I know what that means. Oh. But you want to just... Uh, professor, can you tell us what commission breath uh, is? Sure. I, I actually asked all that from Tom Ferry. To, oh, okay. all, but I know... You know but, but I know what commission breath is. Yeah, that just means that you're not looking out for the... You do not appear to be looking out for your client's best interest. You look... You appear to be looking out for the sale to make a sale, yeah. whether it's in their best interest or not. That's you're, what I mean by that. Yeah. So, and if that's... If any one deal makes or breaks your career, you should not be doing this. Yeah. You know, so... That's good. Anyways, I, I, I will tell you... I am the beneficiary of having ridden some wonderful coattails. Uh, right. If you get an opportunity to work for a developer, that is probably the best way to get in because you've got someone that is spending a lot of money advertising. You're not. They're mm -hmm. sending people to you instead of you having to go find them. And you only have to learn one product, which is that neighborhood and or that house. Team around you, closing coordinator, correct? Marketing, all that's that right. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's a great entry into business uh, for sure. But you know, partnering is a good way too, mm -hmm. right? Agreed. I mean, I think uh, Johnny's never going to listen to this podcast, but 
I'm going to invite him on one time because J-U. he's had the, one of the largest influences in my life in sales and probably yours as well, right? Most I definitely. Mean, but to be able to work under somebody and, mm-hmm. you know, there's a protection there too. So, mm-hmm. well, that's cool. Well, it's not just real estate though, right? It's everything. Well, go find people that are further ahead Rich than is you only, and know Rich stuff, is only so good at like go two, and- two things. Yeah. And one of them we can talk about on the podcast. Well, uh, which real estate. Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, it's yeah, I mean, I was a broker for 5 years. I was an agent for 3. New Jersey doesn't count, buddy. Okay. I mean, it wasn't Hilton Head, but we sold quite a few adult communities. I want yeah. you to know. Gotcha. Some retirees down on the Jersey Well, here's so here's you you just heard the clank of ice uh, from Rich. He, My bad. That's oh, okay. Which means no, but cocktails out. Well, no. What we're doing is we're going to switch it up. We're going to bring in the wine. We're going <laughs> to so we're going to talk about wine. We're going to bring this segment in. I'm, I'm Let's some, start to rein it in. Yeah. So I want to say something about the wine. Um, I'm passionate about it, so I've brought some cool things on. But I was thinking about, hey, we have a couple listeners, seven according to Rich, and three are here. And like, what if we go and start to find, what if we start to find wines that we can actually buy that you know sleepers, something cool, right? Yeah. So I went to, uh, if you're not in the Bluffton Hilton Inn market, but I went to Bills, and uh, I was like, hey, I need to find a sleeper, and you know, anyways, they suggested this wine which is cool so uh you guys here you go you guys have a glass let's let's grab it real fast so i bought it local it's from bills so this is mary taylor winery okay it's in france in the bordeaux region region okay france France. so it's a sauvignon blanc which listeners if you don't know that it's a white wine okay but what's really cool it's the bordeaux region but it's the uh terrain terrain region terrain region but which is this is really cool. It's right next to uh, this Sincere uh, or Sincere. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sincere. Sorry, Sincere region, which most people know. And you pay a lot more. You pay a lot more for Sincere. Yeah. Um, but it's right next door, and they can't say Sincere. Um, Wasn't she buried to Sunny? Oh, Sincere. Oh, 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 yeah. Dad joke. Anyways. Dad joke. So let's just do this. Let's get our first couple of tastes. Well, let's cheers first. Mm. I mean, first guest. Cheers. Richie Rich. Salute. Salute. First right. winner of the third Son- breakup. This is from the Sancerre. So it, it, it tastes like a Sancerre, but you're paying half the price. Ooh. How good is that? I just, I've never had it. I just tried it. Okay. So let's real fast. We're going to just do this real fast. Okay. Here you go. Steven. And this go. is Sauvignon Blanc. This isn't a shard. It's a pure Sauvignon Blanc. Now, most Sauvignon Blancs are known for their grapefruit. Crisp. And and this is crisp. But you you go. Go, go. Well, I'm, I'm just thinking it tastes more like a Chardonnay, like heavier body, more viscous, more buttery. Did you Maybe the Sauvignon Blancs, I think, um, are... I'll more... correct him later. Okay. You can correct me now. No, that's, that's why okay. you're here. Go ahead. Sauvignon Blanc. Viscous. I... I'm often wrong never doubt. That was the right word. I know. Viscosity is a real thing. <laughs> anyway, this what is do you fantastic. Taste? Tell me what you taste. Let's talk about this because people are going to want to. I'm going to. You wait till I tell you how much this is or how little this is. Price wise. What do you taste? Know, what do you taste? I don't me? know. Yeah. Um, I smell a lot of tree fruit in this. And What's a tree fruit? Um, Like a peach and some 
crisp apple. <laughs> no. So there's difference. There's stone fruit. There's some stone in this. It's very earthy, so I don't smell. I mean, there's a little bit of citrus, but it's got to be more on the lemon. Um, there's no grapefruit in this to me, which I think grapefruit gets overdone way bad in you know Saint Blanc, especially from Marlboro? Australia. Australia. Yeah, the Marlboro um, region of Australia is yeah. where I'm usually getting it from. It's much brighter. That's why I feel like it almost drinks like a Chardonnay. It's something sweet in there, but I can't put my finger on it. It's not like a sugar. It's um, but there's mineral too. Um, which is kind of cool. What do you got? It's very earthy. Me? Yeah, what do you think? Tastes good. Tastes good. (laughs) Umami. (laughs) Umami. Now that's from the... Now you have to go back to episodes one and two if you're going to understand that. That, That's a callback. All right. Hey, let me educate the listeners, okay? So, Mm -hmm. notes from the uh, Vivino app. By the way, I do like it. If you don't have the Vivino app and you like wine, even if you don't know anything about it. Vivino. Vivino. Yeah. Get it because you can be at a restaurant, have a glass of wine, ask to take a photo. Even if you don't want to buy that wine, it suggests wine that is just like that. Like it. It also tells you things about it. But here's what it here's what it has said. Bovino, we also do accept sponsorships. We will continue to yes. push okay. that out. Here's what it says. Here's what it says. Okay. There are uh, multiple mentions of citrus fruits, stone fruits like peach. Somebody said that. Earthy notes like honey and minerals. Interesting. Um, here's what's really cool, though. I mean by minerals? So I think earth tones. Um, so minerals can be anything from like a slate to um, graphite to herbaceous. Um, Have you chewed earthy. on graphite? I don't know if I know what graphite tastes like. Well, tastes like a number two pencil. I've chewed on that. But it's, it's a Fair enough. It's, a, it's the flatness on the... Anyways, let's move on. All right. Here's what's really cool about this wine. Okay. In the Vivino app... It's the top 8% wine in the world. Really? And guess what? It's $18. That's how many strokes better I did. Oh, there you oh, go. Hey. Tied it all Full back circle. In. This has been off the wrong Hey, Shelby, 18 strokes. Hunter Helms, number 18. Shelby listens and her friends. All right, so what's um, the... What, remind but, listeners what it is again. What's so, the name of it? So here it is. It, it, <clears> it's... It, it's, it, it's Terrain, that's the name. Okay, it's um, by Mary Taylor Winery. So she's actually the winery and the importer. She does a bunch of wines. Um, it's the, for eighteen dollars. This is this and, and this is you bring this to a party. This People is, are like, oh, you know wine. This is a Bordeaux. This is a white French Bordeaux that you could bring to anybody. So I do want to add a little bit of a new kind of segment to our wine tasting called Great With. Meaning, like, what would it be? Great what would it be? Pair, pair yeah, what would it be okay. pair with? So, I've done a little research. I hadn't prepared you for this. I apologize, Stephen. Okay. So, it's a citrus, herbaceous, which is earthy type of Sauvignon Blanc. So, when you look at that, it does really well with um, like a pesto kind of style pasta, rab, you know, ravioli with herb, and then any kind of simple, like really simple pasta dishes that have. Olive oil, lemon, fresh tomatoes, greens. You don't want anything heavy. Like you don't want to yeah. go mushroom. You don't want to go. Um, I was thinking brown butter, sage, scallops would be. I'm going to reserve my comment right now, but that's really good. No, you can go ahead and tell the listeners what you're actually thinking. Nope. Great with. But here's what's really interesting. I'm not promoting drinking at breakfast. Okay. But I found. But a, I found. <laughs> I found a fun, a fun 
like wine pairings at breakfast. <laughs> and Sauvignon Blanc. I found a fun wine pairing. If you at breakfast. find your hey, if you <laughs> hey Stephen, if you and Grace find yourself on vacation on a Saturday morning, and it's ten o'clock, and you guys are I have three kids under ten, Pratt, but I appreciate okay. the sentiment. Okay, but I will say this: I'm going to say an interesting breakfast pairing. So I read this today. I'm not knowledgeable on this. I just read it. So Sauvignon Blanc for breakfast goes well with traditional eggs, which means, you know, fried over medium or thin toast and breakfast potatoes. Just that's a traditional breakfast. So if I was on breakfast south of France on the veranda drinking this and I did like an avocado toast with poached eggs, I think I'd be really thrilled, frankly. Mm. Honestly. All right, well, we're moving, let's move on. I think that's what it would be great with. We, we, we're, we're pushing time limits, but I do want to talk dad life. And um, I don't know if you and I need to go into it, um, but I will say uh, Rich is married to an amazing, awesome woman, Jamie, who is local business owner. Yep. Shout out, Jamie. Uh, uh, I mean, fantastic shout out to Terrace. Terrace at Moss Creek. Yep. Uh, father to Abby, okay, who is incredibly, she's beautiful, incredibly talented artist yep, and yep. has an amazing heart for animals uh which all, all true. are true statements it's all abby. true shout all out true. waiting for you to fail. shout out shout out to abby we love her um so we do talk a little dad life i don't know if you have any dad life stories going on this week if you want to share rich but the table's yours yeah i appreciate that and thanks for the compliments on my the ladies of my life love you girls if you're listening hopefully they will Hope you will. We'll we'll send it to him multiple times as late. Perfect. Have you so, listened to this yet? I, you know, is I will say one thing. I, you know, because I know we're running over, and I'm a storyteller. Oh, we're fine. This so is, I think no, I think we've cap- I think we've captivated the audience. They might actually hang in for a little bit. So well, so Jamie and I uh, just real quick, we got married late in life. Neither one of us had ever been married. Met each other at age 34. 50 is not. Oh, sorry. Hey, easy. Okay. By the way, there's a new movie that we're gonna have some Stop. quotes called Old Dads. Just FY. 34. So, sorry, yeah. And (laughs) (laughs) so, Jamie and I, we get married at age 34. I look at her funny. She gets pregnant. And uh, we have Abby uh, literally a few days before our first uh, wedding anniversary. And uh, then, you know, uh, try to have other kids. God had other plans for us. So, we just have one kid. He does that. Yep, and uh, and and by the way, that'll get into. Are we going to talk about quotes later? Yeah, yeah, we are. Okay, good. Just go with what I'm. Hey, look. All right, I'll answer your question. So, do you have any dad dad life dad life moment this week? I told you I'm a storyteller. Well, so start at the beginning. Abby, I told Pratt. I shared this with Pratt this at the Thoroughbred Cup, Mm. and I told him. I, I, it, those of you who don't know me, the seven who listen do know me, but the others, when they start to listen who don't know me, I'm actually a pretty positive, cheerful guy. Yeah. And so I've just, I've had a dull ache. I, I admitted to Pratt, I've had a dull ache lately and it's a sadness and I couldn't figure it out. Well, I want to say this. Okay. So you and I. Did you say dull ache? Dull ache. ache. Yeah. A-C-H-E. So, Sorry, hey, I mumble. Hey. So. He and I tend to room together, yeah, because he wears his CPAP, and I can tolerate. Sort of like you mean, you sleep in snore. the same rooms when we well, travel together. Yeah, yeah, we try to room together, and yeah. we try, you know, um, no offense to Tom and Andy, but and we've, you know, Vegas. We went to Vegas. You were there, mm-hmm. and, and and I was. Uh, yeah, you were. 
and Rich and I room together. So right. I, it also, we have this friendship. So I'm somewhat observant mm-hmm. and I can see this. I'm not, I'm not going to say cloud, but I can see this indifference to a little bit of the thoroughbred cup. He's still committed. And, you know, I'm sitting there and do I comment? Do I, is concerned what's the right time in this mm. situation? Okay. And uh, so to credit to almost Dr. Uh, Reed, mm-hmm. he, he, he brings up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the intro. Okay. Now that you brought it up. Okay. He goes, hey, I just realized that I'm kind of sad. That's true. That's what he said to me. We were playing the golf course. We're actually on the 10th hole after that terrible par three. And there's the par five that blew it right. That's how I know about golf. And he uh, said, I want to tell you something. I just want to let you know I'm kind of sad. So go hmm. ahead. Take it from me. That's right. And I was, you know, because that's not my baseline. No. I was like, why am I sad? And I really, you know, and by the way, this wasn't like an epiphany in, an epiphany in one second. But Correction. I've been, uh, <laughs> damn it. it oh, sorry. Epiphany. And, uh, <laughs> anyways, I just came to the realization recently that, it happens so fast, and I hate to sound cliche, but oh. my kid is going to be going off to college, and she's my mm. bud, and mm. I'm going to miss her. I feel it, you know. And so I actually I shared that with her this week yeah. when I got oh, back, cool. and awesome. I told her the only thing that would be more sad is if you stayed, <laughs> <laughs> because that means I'm a pathetic parent. Yeah. You know? So you know, I just let her know just... I love her, and and because she's a good kid, she makes good choices. You know, we're, we're talking about the importance of. Being around good friend, making good friends of good people, and and yeah. and she appears to be doing that, and you know, so I'm thankful. And I've told Jamie, hey, we've either raised her right or we haven't, you know. And at this point, you know, so. well, that's kind of the you guys with the sorry, Stephen, go ahead. I was gonna say like that's the internal versus external look. Like you just sent Shelby off, like you're about to do the same thing, yeah, and yeah. man, you just get to flash back over 18 years and go, I think. We did the best we could. Mm-hmm. That's all we have. Yeah. And now I trust them. I trust the human beings that they've become. And it's a lot of credit to you and Jamie about how you've sewn into their lives. And look, it's uh, I, I'm eight to twelve years away from this. Yeah. I'm already starting to see it and think about it and go, what decisions am I making today? What conversations am I having today that are going to impact that moment when I go? We we did the best we could. Yeah. And I trust them, mm. love them. Like, let's go send them out to the world because we've created a good human. I know you yeah. guys have. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Well, it's mostly Jamie, but nah. she survived me. And- <laughs> Both you guys, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Both of you guys, so. for sure. It's interesting, though, um, and I don't want to harp on it, but, you know, having an only child, and I shared this with you in the golf cart, it's interesting with Shelby that we sent her off but we're still dealing with two other children and it's taken me a little bit to recognize like, Oh, life is different. And yeah, you know, and I've, we've already talked about this harping on the stages of, you know, going from, you know, whatever it is, driving yeah, four hour yeah. floodlights out to yeah. Shelby. And- yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> but, but it is, it is, I hope they work Shelby. It is different, but I, my encouragement, which I told mm. you already, but I want to say it again. Um, I, you know, 100% stole this from the Benham brothers, but the idea that you move away from that coaching mentality and, ten, you know, in, in, the, in the teenage years 
to the teammate mm. is like it's a fun relationship. I mean, you're always going to be her dad and she's going to mm-hmm. hopefully always ask you questions. But given her that level of trust as she moves to college right, and being the teammate is a fun. I mean, again, I already said this. Randy Pope, the best one of the best thing ever is adult children are a blessing. Yep. Like that's awesome. But anyways, Hey, do you have any dad life? Do you want, now we had a guest, so we don't have to harp on this. Do no, you? I mean, for me, it's been good. The kids are getting healthy. They're yeah. having fun. We did some word parade yeah, stuff, yeah, which you yeah. know about, but overall chrysalis, man, it's been what? metamorphosis. The conversation, yeah, the conversation with Grace and I this week has been, Demonic. you know, making sure that in the chaos of life, in the chaos of kids, that we're making sure that we're still yeah. making time for each other. So, like, dad life isn't just about being a dad, right? It's about being a husband, too. And this week, we were focused on, like, all right, is work getting in the way of this? Kids getting in the way of this? Are we still making time? And Well, tonight. Which is amazing because tonight, in about two hours, we're going out to dinner The three together. of us are going out to dinner with yes, our wives, so I we're know, doing a good job. So, so, listeners, I'm going to apologize. I just cracked my knuckles. In the microphone, I apologize. It might get edited out. We don't know. I don't know. And if it doesn't, I apologize. And also, (coughs) I did an internal burp, which I never do. I apologize. So this is so, (laughs) this is so trashy. I do have a dad moment, not moment. I I got a funny, this is, we're going to back up. Okay. I do have a dad life thing real fast. It's just hear me out. Okay. So to this morning, we're warming up on the golf course. And I asked Steven about a song uh big pimping and mm. i said yeah so so this so to this morning i'm working out and i'm listening to a remix of it and i actually hear the words so this is 20 something years old and uh, this is going to get to a point there's going to get to a point about dad life and i thought you know you know uh big pimp on bl you know so <laughs> i th- i thought I thought it was like in BLDS, whatever, and then Big Pimpin in NYC. I thought it was a location. I thought it was a location. Wait, wait, wait. Here's the deal. So I listened to it this morning, Remix. It was kind of slowed down. And it said, Big Pimpin up on B-L-A-D-E's. And that's Blades, which Steven didn't know. He said, (laughs) what's a blade? Those are rims on your whip. Like, that's how cool we are. We know what a whip is. Okay. Yeah, so I, I just something that I, I don't. Don't. you didn't know. <laughs> whip is the car, blades are the rims. Okay, and he's gonna be mad that he's missing out on this conversation. <laughs> this is this is why I bring this up. Okay, because this is my dad life moment. It happened a couple months ago. All right, I was driving in the car with my son, and a friend called him, and he answered, "What's popping, pimp?" and <laughs> And I almost <laughs> crashed. I almost crashed the car. And then I you let were driving. Him, yeah. Oh. And so then so I he let, was driving. You. I was the driving. Wheel to I stop was driving. Nonsense. I was driving. And anyways, anyways. I, so so the, old dads. You have to watch old dads. Dude, well, you do. Here we go. We're built different. So we hangs up the phone, and I was like, "Hey, bud, do you know what a pimp is?" And he's like, no, I don't. And I was like, well, it's a manager of women of the night. Mm. And he goes, he goes, what's that? What's that mean? And I was like, <laughs> well, it's the prostitution. This is what prostitution is. And this is what the pimp is. He's like, oh, 
what like and I was like, hey, how don't about you want to just go to the beginning and be like, hey, when was the hey. first time you heard somebody call each other? Pen? Well, he goes, and when did you decide to adopt well, I think, that? I don't know, but these, these, anyways, 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 I was like, how about we just say, hey, what's popping, bro, or whatever it is. Well, and, and then we had this conversation. Now oh. that we're in dad, like we have to talk about this. Oh, so our 10 we have and a we have a we have daughters. A, we have an we have an epidemic. It is like, ten so, year old girls. So now you have these. 16-year-old boys calling ten, each other pimp. You have these 10, 11-year-old girls calling each other bros. Sadie on our trip, we talked about episode four, she called me bruh. Bruh. In a, and I didn't go into it. And we talked, well, I'm not going to go into it now, but you go in. You, what, did I had you, a what did you say? I want to hear this. Five-girl sleepover. <laughs> and everybody's calling each other bro. I was like, um, why, why is this happening? I don't understand. And Cadence, so innocent, goes... That's just what we call each other. I said, do you know what it stands for? She said, no. I said, it stands for brother. Why would you call each other brother? You guys are a bunch of girlfriends. And she goes, I never thought about it. I was like, all right, well, this is a deeper lesson now because when you have words leave your mouth, maybe think about what they are. I digress. Dad life. Man, yeah. we're all learning. We're learning. Have you, the by way. the way, have you haven't seen the real uh, Teenagers 2023? Where the, the the dad walks around, he's like, "Brah, you're doing too much." <laughs> no. He's like, "Brah, so mid," and ah, uh, and he's like, "Like, ah, uh, she's like garbage water, you know." And it's like, Stephanie's gonna be there, and like, "Oh no, I'm not a girlfriend. She's garbage." Anyways, it's so good. But we digress, dude. I can't, I can't hang out. I, like the lingo. I showed the JP, lingo. I showed JP that, so and he's like, "Literally, this now. is like my friends are." But yeah. Anyways, Maybe we rich. should talk about the wine some more. No, no, no. <laughs> we're we're actually, actually, we're yeah. going to wrap this up, but we're going to wrap it up. Uh, we, we, the final segment is always what we call aha moment or quotes of the week. And so, Rich, we're going to let you lead oh, off. Please lead it off. Do you have a quote or aha moment? If not, it's okay. It's I okay. don't have an aha moment, but since I only get one opportunity at this, I thought I would just share something that has always been meaningful to me. Pratt has heard me say this before. I will share it with you, Stephen, and the other eight. Oh, we got eight now. We'll Again, hello, Uncle John. I'm growing. Uh, growing. You know, one of my mantras in life is, you know, God's plan for me always turns out better than my plan for me. That's so right. I'm just saying that's a mantra that I go by. And I can give a dozen examples of why, but you know, I'll just leave it at that. Rich, you will not believe the lunch that Stephen and I just had with our with our friend MT Fry Guy. He was denied an opportunity to serve on a board, which we talked about, which we would never do. And we he said the same thing as God's plan. Like he's so thankful, honestly. You know, this is a three-month thing. But anyways, that's it's so pertinent today that you said that. Good. Cool. No, it's wisdom. Yeah. It what really about you, is. Stephen? You got something to wrap this up? You got anything? You prepared last time. You didn't prepare this time? No, I'm I'm prepared. I, I think um, we've just touched on so many different subjects. I like the wisdom. Let's leave the listeners with the wisdom of Rich. Actually, I will I will steal yours from lunch today that... Well, Coincides that's what I was going to say. I, we have to talk. You're going to do this. that? Go ahead. No, no, we got to talk about this. Okay, no, this We're is good. So I will say this: I don't have a quote, but I have an aha moment. So I'm not going to dive into the brevity of life, but it's hitting our friends and family right now. Like we've 
had some acquaintances and uh, one of my good friends, sister-in-law, uh, a couple people passed away this week. She's 51 years old, walking mm. around. Anyways, brevity of life. And what I was saying, I think this is where you're going, Stephen, is we played nine holes together at 10.30 in the morning on a Friday with friends. Yeah. And on the eighth hole, I looked at you guys and said, do you know how excited I am to have lunch with you today? And because, dude, how blessed. And I'm not, this is not lifting it up, but like I, I if you don't have an attitude of gratitude, like that's where joy comes from, right? And we got to enjoy the moments. And, and, and seasons change, right? I mean, you go from yeah. college years, you go from married with no kids, you go from married with kids, you go with married without kids, go yep. single when you're 45, whatever it is. And instead of thinking about today, what's next for me, I was so excited about just the moment. And I know that sounds so weird, but the brevity of life as you get older, and I'm not that old. I am. <laughs> yeah, you are. Uh, <laughs> I'll take a photo and send it. Uh, <clears throat> um, but the brevity of life is like, just enjoy the moment. Doesn't mean, again, I'm not saying skirt your responsibilities or whatever, but we were so fortunate to not have to work today. I mean, we worked this morning, but by 10.30. It was like we were on the phone all day. Yeah. We were oh, we did. actually on the course. We had to. <laughs> yeah. But and it wasn't What's the be- golf. The funny thing is it wasn't the golf. We played nine holes. I was so excited about sitting down and having lunch with my friends. Yeah. And if you can't find joy in that, like, goodness gracious. And then podcast and then dinner tonight. So I, I will say that. Um, you bring it home. That. Bring it home. And let's resonates really well because the last couple of weeks. I've been, you know, there, there's always these um, moments of stress, right? The kids are sick. We have a lot of work stuff going on. Like, even, even if things are good, there's still moments of pressure. And talking to David Benham, and he goes, you know, just have to focus on what you're grateful for. Gratitude, fear, gratitude, anger, gratitude, upset, gratitude, worry can exist in the same spot. So when you fill your life with that level of gratitude, you can only feel that. And man, what a great perspective to make sure that we're all aligning ourselves with every moment, every day, doing it with the family, doing it through the hard times, doing it through the good times. And I feel like that's just such a good way to leave it off. We're grateful for you for listening. We're grateful for each other. We're going to let, so, and Rich doesn't know this, but... Because the way that Sean closes this, all right? Yes. We're going to let Rich close this out, okay? And This is new to me. Which is interesting. Surprise! Is Tennessee playing this week? Kentucky. Oh, because I thought it was a... Bye! Week! (laughs) Thank you. Oh, that was good. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening to episode five. In all seriousness, thank you for... Uh, the text in a few calls. Um, we appreciate it. If you like it, share it. And yes, that is rich. Baking noise on the side. Have a good day.